We're about to make the biggest mistake of our entire lives. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Toss Out the Scrambled Eggs for Asia Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 901, Don Juan in Hell, part one. Do we have to bleep that? <laughs> no. Which, by the way, is like one of the one of the like title cards from episode season five, episode nineteen. Fraser gotta have it. There's a chapter title: Don Juan in Hell. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's where. Did you read com- like a trivia on that or something? It, I mean, it was in the uh, it was in the transcript thing, but mm-hmm. the transcript that I was reading that just sort is of is that reminded- transcript? Do you read along with that transcript? Is it usually correct? I don't usually read along, but it's usually good enough. Like it's usually very close, so it's good enough that I like when I so what I do is when I want to make notes, so I put the transcript in the thing, and when I want to make notes, I pause and I find the spot in the transcript and just add my notes and highlight it. So, mm-hmm. but um, it's rare that I find something that just isn't right. It's usually in the description more than it is in the words. Mm. Starts off with fireworks again. Mm-hmm. I like this because technically this is a to be continued because mm-hmm. we're still on the island, right? So yeah, so this is. 21 minutes and 56 seconds, and we have, like, a minute or so of, like, previously. Yeah, it's got previously, but it's also got, like, next time, like, preview stuff. Yeah, what the that heck was is weird. up with that? It's net, like, these... You probably didn't like that at all. Oh, I just didn't watch it. I just skipped um. it. I, I was like, I don't, I, I'm, I was like, just kept hitting, like, forward 10 seconds on the thing, and it was like, nope, nope, Does that nope. even happen in the next episode? I mean, I guess we'll find out. I was just thought it would like everything in the next. The I'm thing. assuming I don't know. I didn't watch it. I have no idea. I'm assuming um, what's in the next time. Okay, was so there. who's the writer? The same writer? Uh, no. Okay, okay, so interesting things happening here. This is another one of those ones where it's a to be continued, where it has different writers. Mm-hmm. So this one. Well, was... it's not a to be continued exactly. It is. I mean, it's a two-part episode. I'm no, a... it's not because the last one didn't end no, with no, to no, be no, continued. No. I mean. This I looked ahead in the writers. This episode is not written by the same people that write the person that writes the next episode. Okay, but I meant like the previous right, episode, right, right. Yeah, 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 because it didn't end technically with to be continued, but right. right, there's in the same location. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the two parts that actually. Also, can we just talk? Okay, I know we still need to talk about the writer. We do. We do. I think this is bonkers. Mm-hmm. To can you imagine watching Frasier as it's on, and it just like leaves you with this question of Claire or Lana <laughs> for like a year or so many months or whatever. I don't know. I feel like I'd watch it and be like, "This isn't a question. This isn't a question. I don't even know why this is a question." Because anxiety. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Okay, we know. I'm going to go into some real things here. I'm sure. Let me just say the things. Okay. Specifically. Go on. Okay. So, interestingly, this episode is written by Sam Johnson and Chris Marshall. I don't know those names. You should know those names. Okay. They have written multiple episodes together. Some of which we strongly dislike and some of which we really like. Did they write ones with Carlos and the Chicken? They did write the one with Carlos and the Chicken. What the heck? I like this episode. But here's the thing. So they wrote the Carlos and the Chicken episode. They also wrote Road Warrior. Which Which we liked. It's like simultaneously we enjoyed and found very frustrating. Oh, because of all the awesome power references? Okay, yeah. And then, But then they wrote Taking Liberties, which is the one with the butler. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one's good. Which is good. And they wrote docudrama, the one where Roz gets to do the thing about outer space that had John oh, yeah, Glenn yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah, that was a pretty good episode. I mean, yeah. that was a three. No, we, we, no, we gave it. We gave that one a f- like four point five or something. What we the gave heck? Those, those oh. like high ratings. Yeah. Okay. Like what? Well, okay. So they started off with some weird episodes we didn't like, and then apparently have gotten a lot better. Yeah, but also, I think Chris Marshall is the one, I, I may have this part wrong, who wrote the story for Motor Skills, which mm-hmm. we hated. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, it's, this is, this is a weird pair. This is a weird pair in terms of our ratings. Like, yeah, it's I don't. Like a funny pair, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a funny pair. So I don't know. It's just, it's just. It's strange. It is strange. Okay, I had to explain the funny pair joke. For you, <laughs> you, you right? Do. Okay. Yeah. So my mom told me once when she got, I think I don't know how to say it. it's like Bosch, Bosch. Like it's, I think it's Bosch pair, mm-hmm. but it's like bra- brown. I think it's like the brown pears. I believe so. Yes. But my mom told me for some reason that they were called funny pears, like <laughs> F U N I or something. <laughs> okay. And I don't know why. So whenever I see those pairs, I'm like, oh. Funny pair. <laughs> I don't know why she said that. I don't know. Why was I asking what kind of pair it was, anyways? <laughs> oh, probably because you know I'm used to those green, green right re- regular looking yeah. pairs, and I was like, what is this weird variety right. of pair? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's a joke. Mm-hmm. That's only funny to like me <laughs> and no one else, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So. This is interesting. You were just asking me if the transcript that I use is usually accurate. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious about this. On this transcript, the first thing that happens on here is a scene in Fraser's BMW. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to explain this. Th- I'm just going to read this thing because I didn't notice this when I is was it, posting it. Are they talking about the previously on? No. No. This is after the previously on. It starts with the chapter title, Hell on Wheels. And it starts in Fraser's BMW. Fraser's driving along a country road, seated beside and in back, and respectively, are Lilith and Diane. Uh, oh! Does this happen in the next one or something? I think that's in the next one. This is listed as the first scene in this episode. I wonder if that's in the next one, because that seems, I'm just saying, like, that I mean, was kind of relevant. Yeah, I I mean, from the little bits that I saw skipping through the mm-hmm. next time. But thing. it's okay. So this is a strange thing. Is I mm-hmm. noticed in the cast of characters at the end mm-hmm. that it said, "Is this like in the DVD version and not in this version?" Because it said like Lilith played by so, Diane okay. Chambers the, played by. I think the thing is the credits we see in this are actually the credits for the next episode because it aired together. So they didn't oh. do credits. They didn't do credits, and they also didn't have the like next time thing because it was aired on the same day. So they wouldn't have had. They didn't have the ending bit. They used the same ending bit mm-hmm. that is just like the empty Fraser apartment, like, like Fraser's mm-hmm. empty apartment that they've used in other to be continued. Huh. But this aired on the same day, so it would have been just the credits for the whole two part. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously that's not what ha- That's not what we see on the version mm-hmm. on Netflix. Right. Which so we get gonna... the one week earlier in Belize. Right. And there, you know, it's like Daphne, Claire Martin are all eating, and we find out that Claire Martin had quite the morning fishing and going spelunking yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yep. And she, 
figured out how to hypnotize a lobster. Mm-hmm. And Martin then, taught taught her how to hypnotize a lobster, which obviously is like the joke, and yeah. like having this funny thing. Yeah, I do think it's interesting. Niles like has like easily in a weeks like grown this like crazy goatee, which we he's tried to grow a mustache before mm-hmm. and has failed well, at. Well, yeah, but he's not on the island. That's true. That is true. You know, he hasn't been on the island. You know what weird things happen on islands? <laughs> well, it's funny. He says it's because of like the hot house atmosphere. I'm like, it's not. Like moss, it's you know it's a mustache. Maybe it, it's not, not a moss your stash. facial hair a mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> um, but I also like Daphne's. Like, oh, how's my natural man? Uh-huh. What was he before? Yeah, he was he was unnatural. He was supernatural. He... <laughs> <laughs> well, well. He and Fraser used to hunt monsters. Mm-hmm. In their I would die to see that show. Oh, man. It would be so good. Supernatural, Uh, but like Frasier. uh. Oh, my gosh. That would be so good because we know that Niles would make Frasier walk ahead of him all the time. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Except... No, but I think Martin's be gotta be forth. in a, Oh, this is so great because it is basically supernatural. Yeah, Martin's missing. Martin's missing. He's he's like they're and they're trying to find him. Uh you know We he, already got a demon in it. It's Lilith. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I've look, never they've understood. Got a, they've got a psychic that can like, uh, like help Yes, them. it's this a, is so good. The parallels are uncanny. It's, it's Fraser Knights. Fraser Knights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I want this show now. I want this show so Let's bad right now. Let's just discuss that show instead. No, no. I love this episode, this. but I just want I, I just want this scenario. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we find, okay, so we find out. Okay, you skip past the part where also Niles is talking about how they, like, he is. I didn't skip past it. Y- yeah, because you were talking about, like, going out fishing, like. Well, yeah, but I, then fishing. I went back to talk about his goatee. Uh, I know, but also they're, like they're like nude all the time now apparently mm-hmm. like it it sounds like even outside like implied that like they're spending more time nude outside and such even though they clearly felt at the end of the last one that doing that is almost a mistake because uh, you're gonna get your picture taken by the fisherman guy. they're into it well i mean that is the thing with that ending bit it seems like they are into it and clearly they are mm-hmm mm-hmm Anyway, okay. he's a new person. He's a new person. Oh, Niles is a new yeah, person. Martin, Niles is a new person. Martin and Claire seem like they're dating. I know. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I was like, is this going to be like that thing with the cop lady mm-hmm. who like who Martin ended up dating for a little mm-hmm, while? Like, mm-hmm, I thought it was going to be Before she like... became Malcolm's mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. A little known fact, Martin is actually Malcolm's dad. Like Malcolm's oh, real dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. He really... Or, <laughs> or more likely, he'd be the... Oh, he would be the older brother's dad, which would explain why he's the one that's blonde. Wow. We mm-hmm. have just, one, created a better, <laughs> a, like, a spinoff Frasier mm-hmm. that sounds amazing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And also cracked the whole case on Malcolm in the Middle right Didn't yet. know there was a case to be cracked, but we did. We, we did, did it, it because we're the world's best detectives. <laughs> and-, <laughs> and now apparently we're Batmans because we're the world's greatest detectives. So we're, Oh, yes. We're both we're, Batmans. We're Batmans. So- Anyway. We're not Batmen. No. Okay. Batmans. Do we have like a suit that's connected? <laughs> no, we're separate Batmans. Oh, okay. But we work together. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um <laughs> so 
I love that. So Frazier shows up at some point and then the photographer, like he mm-hmm. shows up, mm-hmm. which like apparently he's been sleeping in all day <laughs> uh-huh. and the person goes to like take a picture of them. Mm-hmm. And I love that Niall says this thing. It's like not a vacation until dad takes a picture of one of his meals. Mm-hmm. He would have been into Instagram. He I know. Been, like, That's exactly what God, I thought. I want Martin Crane's Instagram mm-hmm. so bad. Like I want to watch that. I want to see what that is. Yes. Lots of dog photos, obviously. Oh my gosh! There's one, so many. I want to get a Jack Russell Terrier now, <laughs> and, and also have his own Instagram. Eat way more steak. <laughs> well, hang out with people that eat steak, so I can take pictures of the meals and then uh-huh. write down the descriptions. Like I'm Martin. Mm-hmm. Please, please, if you take this idea and do this, please attribute this idea to me. Uh huh. And promote this podcast. Thank yeah. you. Yes, do that thing. But <laughs> I love that idea concept. Mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. Because um, he, t- he totally would. He'd pose any and all little like hats and, and other mm-hmm, like situations. Mm-hmm. He would be so into that. And he would be huge on Instagram. Yes, he would. Ah, oh, loving it. Everyone's grandpa doing all, but but like killing it on Instagram. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He'd be so popular. I This is the best episode of the podcast <laughs> ever. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Frazier decides to take a second photo without Claire. Yep. Because she might not be part of the picture soon. Yeah, who knows? Maybe she won't be part of the family. Because Frazier's dumb. Frazier's dumb and dumb. Okay, one, I think that's a weird thing to say because they've barely been dating. That Yeah. Like Martin's saying like she feels like one of the family, but mm-hmm. also being like, I don't. Are they getting married? Like, there's yeah. no... It's too early to decide yes, this. Because I think it's one of those things where it, it's it been months since the episodes aired, mm-hmm. but it's been, like, a, a week, week yeah. since they went to Belize. And, like, they were dating for at least a month before this time. Sure. And, like, I, I don't assume, know. Anyways, I guess. so then Fraser has the, like, kind of heart-to-heart Niles talk to ask for advice, and mm-hmm. I love that he gives this, like, pickle analogy, sort uh-huh, of. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Niles' advice is really good, where he's like, don't overthink it, embrace it. Basically, we've all seen Fraser do this over and over and over again. Yeah, where he just ruins something that's good for him by overthinking it, and, like, yeah. I think this is his thing, is that he has that sort of an anxiety that he's making the wrong choice like what if i made the wrong choice so i need to get rid of this thing and chase Mm -hmm. this thing but then he's gonna get with that person be like what if i made the wrong choice Mm -hmm. and he's just always going to have this feeling of making the wrong choice yeah and i think it's i don't know he's a psychiatrist he should figure it out because i have no idea but i know I know that because mm-hmm. I feel that way about certain things. Uh-huh. Like, what if I buy this thing and then I don't like it? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, but that doesn't mean I can't buy another thing. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, obviously that's like really different than like dating somebody. But that's just kind of the challenge of dating somebody. Right. It's also looking at things of like dating people is like forever. Yeah. Because... Even if people get married and have a really good relationship, things you could end up getting divorced, but I don't think that should be one, you shouldn't be thinking about that. Right. Like and, don't end something now because you think it may end later. Mm-hmm. Like you don't avoid something good now because, because it might not be forever. You know, it's like that's the thing is just 
if you're like a monogamous person, mm-hmm. you're going to have multiple relationships that end. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily a bad thing when a relationship ends. It just might be like you decide that it's not working out or this. And then I hear so many. And also, like, there's so much of an emphasis in this episode about being with your ex. Uh Uh-huh. Your ex is, if you've only dated somebody for a very short amount of time, you don't usually call them your ex. Because they didn't have a big enough impact on your life. Some people might. I don't. But Yeah. yeah. I, I just think it would... It's usually if you date somebody for a very long time. Yeah. If you're dating somebody for a year, two years, three years, whatever, mm-hmm. they've left a significant impact on your life. Even. Right. It can be probably negative and positive. Right. Like you probably have learned things about yourself and like mm-hmm. from what you want from a partner. And the fact you're going to think about your ex probably forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when... This is kind of weird, but like when your grandmother dies, you don't uh-huh. think you're not just like, oh, I got to get over the block, you know, like grandma like lives on like you're right. going to have moments where you might still get really sad and mm-hmm. thinking about her or like happy thinking about those positive moments. You're going to have that with your ex right. that, you know, you might still be friends with in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Like she might be a part of your friend group mm-hmm. or you she decides you know four years later to be your friend on facebook you have you have no idea like of course like that's important to you yeah like when you date somebody for a long time and like lana has this history they didn't date for very long right but they've been hanging out right he was tutoring carby Mm -hmm. he had this huge crush on her in high school right like she's an important part of his history yeah of course he would be focusing on this now right it makes a lot of sense yeah so one thing that i know like part of this will be in a way addressed later on mm-hmm. but fraser spends so much of this episode tr- saying to himself you know i need to decide between lana and claire lana and claire lana and claire at no point is there any consideration to the idea that maybe lana isn't interested mm. It's like if Frasier decides. I had that same thought. I had that same thought. <laughs> like, I was like, what happened if Lana isn't interested? Yeah, like, if Frasier. The idea of this whole episode is that if Frasier decides I should be dating, I should be in a long term relationship with Lana, then he just will be. But, like, never. It's never considered that maybe Lana has figured out that. Things wouldn't work. Like, they dated briefly. They're, they've had enough time for her to just be like. Nah. Well, I also think maybe you don't bring it up in the same context. Why doesn't he talk to Claire about having kind of these anxious feelings? Yeah. Right. Like, a week ago, he was terrified that she was going to leave him because of his behavior. A month ago, he thought she was, like, perfect for him because she is. And now he's like, he's he's having all this stuff, but he clearly needs to talk, but like, apparently isn't familiar with the concept of uh, having problems and and talking to a person to try and figure it out. It isn't something that he's apparently learned uh, is a thing that people do. I mean, this would be an awkward conversation to have, but it's like having cold feet and before you get married, which yeah. I don't 
totally really understand that. I think that's but... more common in things where it's like when we were kids, people got married after like, like way a faster. Year. Yeah. People can now get married after like well eight seven years. years. Yeah. Eight years, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like I think that's kind of what's happening here, but it's just like really I I know it's a conflict of the show. Right. But it's like don't we It's a bad one. There's so much more they can do. Like there's so much I'm not saying okay. Okay, well okay, we also need to talk about how we see Daphne Daphne has some jealousy. Oh yeah. Yep. Because she's getting this attention from Martin, which mm-hmm. I think she's now realizing how important Martin is sort of like her almost like her dad right so you know it's like part of her family and she's Mm -hmm. hearing all this attention and praise on claire and that she's realizing she's missing yeah she she was jealous of some other woman that fraser was dating and i'm having trouble remembering who it was now wasn't well wasn't she jealous of sherry too no i think she didn't like sherry said some stuff would say stuff to her that she didn't like oh it was the uh the um the ad person at station that Fraser was dating. Remember the person who like Fraser was never sure if she was into him or not until they were basically like in bed together, and even then he wasn't sure. Oh, and oh, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she got really like upset with her as well. But I don't think it was quite the same type of jealousy thing. But yeah, she's pretty jealous of the attention that Claire's getting right now. I don't. I... I don't know why, but I don't like this thing of when she's jealous. Mm -hmm. I don't know why exactly. I don't, I know it's part of her character. So I'm curious. The thing is like. I think it's because it's malicious. It's like off-putting because one, if we ever get out of the section, they have like the conversation later, you know. You know, Fraser's just talking to everyone for advice, and mm-hmm. that is very funny. And right. like one of the people he talks to is Daphne, and Daphne's like, "Well, I don't like her." You know, right. of course you could do better. And this, yeah. and this is that's coming from a malicious place. Yeah, she's just like, "I don't like." She's not saying like to me. She should say, "I don't like her," but it seems like you two are get along. Or what do you think? Right. Or what you know, like her being like, "Well, I think you can do better." She's awful, and this. Yeah. it's not. Her she's advice not. is selfish. Like yeah. it's definitely selfish. It's not like it's not. So is what Daphne? Would, yeah, would is not like what's best for Frasier, but uh, like painted in her view mm-hmm, of Claire. Mm-hmm. It's I don't want her around, so I will tell Frasier to make her not be around. Which. You can not, it's like, we all have a friend that has a friend that we do not like. Uh-huh. And if that friend starts hanging out with a group of friends, mm-hmm. you might not want to start hanging around there. Right. And it's like, you don't have to like every friend that your friend has. Mm-hmm. But it's like this thing of like, this is where it's really good when you want people to notice your feelings about something mm-hmm. and say, oh, I noticed that you haven't been hanging out with us. Is it because, you know, Gary has been showing up more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you can say, well, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't really get along with Gary. He said some mean things to me. You know, can me and you have more hangouts alone or mm-hmm. without Gary there? Right. And it's it's this thing of like, if Daphne said something about 
being insecure about Claire or something. I don't know. Like, I prefer that. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't ever think it's funny when the humor comes out of like some kind of hate. Yeah. And, and this I think, is, yeah, her, the joke here is all, like all of this active action is based on her a being lot mean. Of Daphne's humor, like in the show, mm-hmm. is, does come out of that. Yeah. It or at least lately. Always, yeah. This is, th- that is a thing I feel like we're seeing more now. And well, cause like, it's moved away from her quirkiness mm-hmm. and towards her, like, yeah, like being mean at times. And it's odd. It is odd. Like, and that's fine. We don't like every character on the show. I don't. Yeah, but I, I don't want to like that. Like, do like Daphne? I like Daphne for most think, of the show. I thought I liked Daphne, but I don't think I do. I like her for most of the show. I feel like there's a shift happening that, like, they've moved away from the parts that I liked about her. Well, they developed her in a different way, and fine. <laughs> I guess I don't know. So I do want to talk about the way they do this scene. Or these scenes, because I do like it a lot. Okay, the, the so, we're, so we're talking about, okay, so the last thing, you know, Ni- or Niles has said is, you know, don't overthink and embrace it. Yeah. So now we're on the airplane, like, on their way home, which apparently, can you even bring fish from Belize back <laughs> yeah, I to... Don't, I don't know what the rules would... Like, I never looked I don't at know. it, but, like, yeah, it, the idea that, like... Martin's like been out fishing. Well, because this is the thing we were talking about. He caught a marlin, and mm-hmm. it's like, what do I do with a marlin? Like, when you're on a week long vacation to a hotel, like a hotel in Belize, how, what do you do with a marlin? But also, what do you do with any of the other fish that you catch? You but- make a baseball team. <laughs> yes, you do make a baseball team. But uh, yeah, I, I like this thing where like Frazier is saying to Niles back in in the resort, like. I don't know why I insist on overanalyzing everything. And then it like smash cut. You got Martin in the, in the plane saying they're talking right in front of I Claire. Know. What the I heck? Know. Okay. Cause I don't know. I'm sure everyone has done this where you're doing that thing where you're like kind of sleeping, but you're in and out of sleep. So you yeah. can hear people talking. Oh yeah. She could just fake being as, we don't know how it, deeply asleep she is. She She's not going to wake up as she hears this conversation. She's going to yeah. be like, well, I'm furious and I'm going to pretend to keep, being asleep yeah there is never a depth of sleep on a plane for me where i'm gonna be if somebody were right next to me being like i think i should break up with dave i'd be like sorry what like yeah i definitely 100 then they just say it louder to you and you find out that it wasn't about you at all like there's only two people in the row it's her and fraser like a hundred percent she would hear this. Also, this plane has the biggest aisles of any plane I've ever seen. It's you yeah. Could, and I wonder what kind of model plane it is. Uh, it's probably TV studio model. I think it's a uh-huh. uh, you know All it's right. it's clearly meant to make it so they've got space for filming. But yeah, they it, and well, I know it's it's stage whispers kind of thing. Like that's the idea. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no way. Sitting right next to someone. Why wouldn't he get up and sit next to Martin right now during this private conversation? Yeah. Something. There's no way I would have this conversation across an so, aisle. Yeah, Martin says, stay with Claire. He yeah. tries to hypnotize him. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, into staying. He seems kind of confident in, in that until we have the da- Daphne conversation where they're standing by the bathrooms mm-hmm. and she's all like, trust your gut and who you like. And then we have the thing where Niles goes to like, 
gets sick in the yeah. bathroom, which yep. I think is pretty funny. Yeah. That's when we kind of had the malicious conversation. So now he's like, because of course he didn't take Martin's advice. Right. So because we can tell from his reaction that he does not want to stay with Claire because well, he wouldn't keep asking for, he's asking this advice out of this weird well, I think it goes Anxiety. back to the last episode. It just goes back to the last episode where they, where he's got this thing. Yeah, it's an anxiety thing because it's like he feels like if he's got doubts, then obviously there's a problem because you wouldn't have, there wouldn't you wouldn't have doubts if there wasn't a problem. So, but having doubts is normal. Having doubts is super but it's normal. A, to the level of doubts that he has. Really seems like he should be in therapy. Uh, yeah. Probably. He should probably talk to a therapist. If yeah. only he knew one he could well, listen to. Well, he can't. He, yeah, but he can't talk to his brother. Except he did. He did. The first person he went to was his brother. I know, but like his brother cannot give him like therapy. Except because he does. It's a ma- like a it's a conflict of interest. Except he does. He I know, but he does. never listens to Niles. I know, but he sh- and he should. Um, okay, but I do like the next person he talks to, which is just the like plain tech or like yeah, the, yeah. the like person maintenance clean. guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. and yeah. um, yeah, I but, love this whole conversation because he really seems super knowledgeable. Like they've been talking <laughs> for a really long time, yeah, and yeah. he's just like, "Well, Lana has her good points and yeah, this," yeah. and like he's being really thoughtful. Uh-huh. And I I love that little scene. Is very I do. good. I do too. There's two things I want to say about it. Okay. First of all, he says like, you know, Lana's got a good points. Uh, but don't underestimate the crush you had on her in the eleventh grade. Hey, my man, underestimate that crush. That doesn't mean a thing. Like, if you're in your forties, that crush you had in eleventh grade, like, it might have informed a lot of things, but it doesn't matter. That person is not is probably not right for you, or or at least that the fact that you had a crush on them, like, thirty years ago, should not inform what you choose to do today. It, it because the thing is the person who is right for you in 11th grade is not inherently the person that's right for you when you're in your 40s mm-hmm. because a lot of what you like when you're in the 11th grade is driven by hormones and what you like when you're in, in your, your 40s, 40s is driven by hormones it's hormones and a number of other factors that are more equal at least okay fine oh. But also, I when I when I think about this scene, all I can think about is how this ends up happening, because the plane is empty, right? This guy is here to like maintain the plane, clean it up, and do whatever after the flight. But I think about any flight I've ever taken, and the only way for this to end up happening would be for Claire and everyone else on the plane, to, Claire to get out and leave past Fraser, and Fraser would be like. I'm going to stay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here. Give me, I'll meet you. And then they go to the airport. They go into the, like off of the plane, into the airport, go to get their luggage, do all that stuff. And he's still just like hanging out in the plane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The flight attendants leave. The pilot leaves. He's still not to just... mention that Lana was the one driving them. So I'm get he doesn't have his car there. Right. He'd have to get a taxi home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this scene is very funny. But if you think about like everything that has to happen to end up in it, like this is weird. This would be really weird behavior yeah. beyond just his like anxiety things being a little weird. Like hit like so much would have to happen. 
is all that's all that's all i wanted to say no i agree okay cavern of rosa <laughs> okay i love niles like talking to Roz, being <laughs> like Roz isn't gonna recognize me uh-huh. uh it's very funny mm-hmm. um we talk uh, he, she's just surprised mm-hmm. because well he's island niles i know we finally met island niles <laughs> I know, I know. We we've we've been getting emails from Island Niles for a while, but we we finally uh, have met Island Niles after all this time. So uh... I have some questions for you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, considering all of the things Island Niles values, you ben, know, like ben, you know, like these. Ben. <laughs> ben. But you sounds like you're I got being some questions. Oh. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm learning a lot of important stuff. Well, we learn about his, these, the fabric shackles. Yeah, yeah. Wearing clothes is a fabric shackle now. But this... I, I I love that like he talks about how he's like not wearing underwear. Mm-hmm. And, and then he does a whole hang loose uh-huh. thing. And I'm just like. What do you apply? Well, yeah. well we know what he's well, applying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like no one needs to know that. Like right. no one needs to know that. Well. This gets back to the thing about that we talked about last time, where, like, Niles, Niles is the kinky one in this, <laughs> and is he that, wants people to know. I think he wants people to know. Oh, don't, don't tell people you're yeah, not at yeah. your, you know, fetish meetup. <laughs> you know, uh-huh, like just, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, the interesting thing to me also about Niles being so getting so into nudity right mm-hmm. now is that when he wears his suits, you feel less naked uh-huh. when you have a goatee. Okay. You're like more covered up. Okay, wasn't quite what I was talking about, but sure. Uh, no, I was thinking about the fact that, as somebody else pointed out to us, Niles is the one that always wears the like bigger, like double-breasted suits. Are they which, bigger? Well, there mean? there's more fabric in their oh. in the suits, which means he normally when he's wearing a suit versus Fraser wearing a suit, there's more to the suit that Niles is wearing. Mm-hmm. He wears well. He likes to be c- cuddled and cra- cradled. But I think that the 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 embracing Island Niles and and his nudity is an even bigger deal for somebody who is so into wearing these big suits with extra layers that are more layered than... Are they really more layered just because it's double-breasted? Yeah, there's more... What do you know about men's fashion? I know enough to know that his suits have more Let's get layer... an expert. Let's get a clothing have... expert. Call them right now. More of Niles' <laughs> suits are... have multiple layers between... I don't him. think... What does double-breasted mean? It has to do with, like, the number of buttons and the size of the lapels and all that kind of stuff, which means there's more... There's more where fabric is layered back on itself. So there's more. Is that? I don't know. I'm, I'm asking you. T- I know. That... And I'm telling you. Okay. That just... just doesn't sound right to me. But that doesn't mean that it's not true. Correct. Okay. I don't know anything about men's suit. I mean, to be fair, I don't know anything about women's suits either. <laughs> well, yeah. And then we find out Ron's telling him about a uh, an unofficial nude beach that he could go to. Saddle's got itself an unofficial nude beach. Mm-hmm. Just a... Uh, you know, tells him where to go, tells him uh, avoid it on Thursdays because it's senior volleyball day. Well, I think that's an ageist it is, comment yeah. because, like, one, is is an implying that the, he doesn't want to see nude seniors mm-hmm. or 
avoid it because there's going to be a bunch of senior citizens there. Thus, don't go that day because they will see you naked. No, I think he's. I think the implication is he doesn't want to see seniors playing nude seniors playing volleyball. You know, is the is the implication if if he actually if his thing is just he's just embracing freedom and nudity. Yeah, then, then you're just embracing. They're embracing their own nudity over uh-huh. there. The volleyball place. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. Section. Yeah. Net. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gesturing to a net off into the distance mm-hmm. that no one can see, and neither can I. <laughs> yes. So then Fraser shows up, and we and basically tells Roz he's made his decision. He's going to stop worrying about it. It's done. It's fine. We're good. He's going to stay with Claire and stop worrying about this thing. It's over. It's great because that's when Lana and Kirby show up. Well, it's not, it's not, it's, I guess like his worrying is over. Claire's in. Yeah. And then Lana shows up with Kirby and it's very weird and strange. And Kirby's gross. And like, Frasier's strange. Yeah. Yeah. Kirby, it's weird. Kirby is grosser about Roz now. After it's been clear that like this just was never a thing, like he he's grosser now than he was during the prom date thing, like that they went on. I uh, yeah, I just don't think this storyline is funny. I guess yeah. I don't really think it's funny for yeah. like. Well, one, I I it's just like uh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't. I just don't think it's funny. But I do like this next scene. <laughs> Well, the important thing that happens is basically there, there are a couple of things that that happen here that right. are important that or oh yeah 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 we have to because they're there to give Fraser and Roz an invitation to Kirby's graduation party and he wouldn't have graduated if it wasn't for Fraser and, and kind Roz. of Roz yeah. in a weird way in a weird way yes and then but also when leaving Lana gives Fraser like a kiss on the cheek and it like. Fraser is like broken by this kiss. Like he can't speak normally. And obviously his conviction that definitely Claire and and we're done is obvious also clearly broken in this moment. He tries to pretend it's not, but like it super is. So yeah, those are the things that are important. That okay, here we are in the seventh circle of hell. <laughs> yeah. The, the like lost luggage center. Yeah, yeah. Where they have not found his luggage. Nope. Like they basically like hand him a duffel bag, and it's like, no, this is. This and is if we not... recall, he bought the really nice yeah, yeah. luggage for this trip, uh-huh. so he'd be extra upset that yeah. it's just gone. Yeah, which I actually forgot about when he was talking about having lost his luggage in the last episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like he and Niles were so excited about this luggage that he bought, and so like it's as frustrating as it would be to lose his luggage. It's even worse that it's this specific luggage. Like, yeah, that. Okay, so this man comes in there to, like, basically seize his bag of the counter and grabs it. Um, Yeah, you've got to, like, sign out on it. Like, imagine yeah. if, like, the, the guy probably has, like, written it down yeah, or something. Yeah, there's some like, kind of protocol that yeah. has to go on to make sure that that is a part, like, yeah, yeah, anyways. But this man's having a problem, realizes it's Dr. Fraser Crane. It sure is. It sure and is. he's, you know, he, first he's just like, look, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, your problem is that you're torn between two women? I have all the time in the world for this. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the person you're dating now and your ex. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, totally. We can talk about that thing. Let's talk about that. 
and essentially just gives essentially se- tells Fraser's story mm-hmm. back to him mm-hmm. and ends up staying deciding doesn't he talk about perfection a little bit like oh, to me okay so this you can never attain perfection maybe that's my own no- notes to myself you can never attain perfection you can never make the perfect choice right so yeah like you like i said as we'll find out later, this ex seems like a pretty important ex of his. Uh-huh. So the the thing is, I think what's important, one of the important things is he says, I'm dating this one woman, but I can't stop thinking about my ex. She was a real handful, but now that, that we're apart, I just miss her like crazy. Yeah, that's how breaking up works. Well, also, when Fraser's like, which of these two women do you see spending the rest of your life with? Yeah. What? That's like yeah. way, that's a weird that's a weird question to ask. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Like, you can value someone and not want to spend the rest of their life with them. You don't know how long they've been dating. You don't know the mm-hmm. construct of, like, their relationship, what she wants. You yeah. know? Like, not every not every relationship is, I'm going to get married to this person. Sure. Okay, so related to that, I can see... I can see where there's value to that question, which is, if... If I'm dating somebody that I really like, but there's part of me that thinks, should I break up with them because I want to get back with my ex? That's a bad idea if it's, I could see myself being with the person I'm dating right now for a very long time. I would also enjoy the brief, like, hookup with my ex. Then obviously don't break up with the person you're with because it's also totally discounting what the ex wants yeah i'm in the scenario it's the same thing yeah Yeah. but working under the assumption that both would be completely amenable to staying with you for that Mm -hmm. amount of time if my choice if my choice is between a quick like brief thing that is going to fail and someone that, in a very short amount of time, and someone that would probably make me happy for a very long time, then I've then. Well, they're your ex for a reason, right? Uh huh. Even if you broke up with them, mm-hmm. you broke up with them for a reason, or they broke up with you, or you broke up. There's some reason, and right. maybe it doesn't make any sense now. But if you, I'm sure there were cases where people break up, and. It would be okay if they got back together. You sure. know, like, there are people that break up when they're 22 and then find each other when they're 42 and they get back together right. and they're, they've they grown and mm-hmm. they have a different kind of relationship. But that doesn't mean there's value in the knowledge of that breakup that happened. Like, there's a reason that you were driven to break up with that person. Right. And here you are again, willing to break up with somebody else to go back to them. Right. Like you have to, yeah, you have to figure out like what do you, what do you actually, what are you actually missing? What are you trying to what? like fill in that? But also like and he comes to the conclusion to get back with the ex. Right. But I was going to say the other thing is that when you break up with someone, you now aren't experiencing all the things that are the reason you broke up. Oh, yeah. What it's you're like, missing is all the good stuff. What's that like hindsight is 2020? That's the wrong one. The like you only see the bright thing what's that saying you know the only see the, the good things when you're away from the thingy i don't know what the saying is i might be to, making like... up this thing <laughs> but is that that's the idea though like well, you miss the good parts you don't miss 
the bad parts. You don't experience the bad parts when you're gone. So all you have left is to miss the good parts. So it's very common to regret a breakup, even if when you were dating, you were certain you should have broken up. As soon as that ends, you're away from all those parts that made you want to break up in the first place. All you all you remember, then you start thinking about all the parts that you're currently missing. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you got to make a mind map. <laughs> yeah, you got to like that's the thing. You got to really think about what would it be like to be with this person. That's why the question of who could you be with your entire life is a good one because it's basically imagine that you with that person extended over a very long period of time. Okay. So the suitcase man. Yeah, suitcase man. Um, yes. He talks about, you know, I just want to have my cake and eat it too. One, I've never understood that. I don't know what that means. And especially in this context, because uh-huh. like, wouldn't the cake be the girlfriend and then the ex is yeah. eating it? <laughs> yeah, it basically means, yeah, I want to stay with my girlfriend, but also have the things that made me happy when I was with my ex. Yeah, and but the- also, what are you supposed to do with a cake other than have it and also eat it? Well, I think the point is, once you eat the cake, it's gone. The idea is you eat the cake, but then you still have cake. Oh, no. This yeah. is like when I was a kid and I would buy something and I would be sad that I didn't have the money anymore. Yeah, that, but that's the idea of having your cake and eating it too. You still have cake. Even though you ate your cake. Yeah, that's a lesson. You had to learn the lesson. Yeah, but that's why it's a problem you know, to it's try like, to Yeah, I bought a really cool unicorn that had rainbow hair. Like I should have, but I was uh-huh. like, but my but my $7. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. I wanted I wanted my rainbow unicorn try- and my $7. Trying to have your pony and be able to eat it. Not eat it. <laughs> nope, that wasn't the no. word. Be able to buy it too. But I already did buy it. I know, but now you can't buy another one. That's true. Everyone needs another rainbow unicorn. <laughs> anyway, so okay, back next to the apartment. Yeah, yeah, back in the apartment. Mar- da- Daphne's just come back from like grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Claire's there. She's made Martin a deviled ham sandwich, whatever that means. Uh huh. Most well, sandwich with deviled ham. What's deviled ham? It's. I don't know. I've never. Is it known. like chopped up? I've never known what deviled ham was. Well, I know what a deviled egg is. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I'm pretty sure a deviled egg is a deviled ham is not a ham where the middle of the ham has been like, like ground up and make made into a thing with like some paprika and then put back in with a pastry bag. I don't think that's what a deviled ham is. I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's still like the circle, outer circle yeah. of like ham. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not that. It's like that. what they do with watermelons and you scoop up the watermelon and then put it like you carve the watermelon into a basket and then put the yeah. insides back in. Which is really creepy when you think <laughs> yeah. about it. It is. It is. But it's a ready-made bowl. So what's wrong with it? It's fine. Um, yeah, I don't think that's what a deviled ham is, but I don't actually know. Cause but, I... Yeah, so like Daphne's feeling like jealous, doesn't mm-hmm. want, oh, she's done Martin's exercises with her, with him, mm-hmm. like, you know, like. And she made it fun. Mm-hmm. Claire made it fun. It's and I, I'm kind of skipping ahead just yeah, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. emphasize like Daphne's sort of like jealousy of Claire and yeah. like Martin just adores Claire, talks about how like good her laugh is and mm-hmm. musical and like, e- Martin, how dumb can you be? Because like, 
Daphne's like, you used to find my voice so magical or like musical, and he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I'm I've heard it already. You know, like yeah, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Yeah. Oh, Martin, Martin, you used to be a detective. Yeah, you're a detective. <laughs> I mean, it's it's no wonder. We're the two Batman, so like we can understand and see this and make uh-huh. sense of it. But Martin just, you know, yeah, he yeah. pales in comparison to us. It's it is true. It is true. Yes. Okay, I love when Niles is here. He's no longer Island Niles. He had to nope. get rid of his goatee. Yeah, we've had the death of Island Niles. Ugh. Yeah. You know, he went to that beach to scope mm-hmm. it out, and he was doing the tai-, tai Chi. Okay, this thing where like this one is. When I think of couples, this is what I think of where he's talking about the pose that he did. Mm-hmm. And like then she she like kind of nods her head and they both do the like pose together. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I love. Uh-huh. Like I love that kind of energy where she's just like, yeah, yeah. And she knows what yeah. it is. It's very it does, cute. Yeah, it feels that feels like a couple thing to do. Yeah, very it's, much. it's yeah. super cute. And then we have the Christian uh, w- women's society shows up and, uh-huh. you know, throws driftwood and bibles at why would they throw the bibles at him well it's it's a way to you know ba- banish that the devil banish the devil out of him just by by hitting him with a bible uh, well okay yeah. so you know it didn't it didn't work out and he's very sad but i do love daphne's like you know will will he be back and he's like maybe at christmas uh, which i find very amusing she has a face about that too did you I notice? notice yeah, thing. Daphne no. definitely has a face about like what the kind return of... of Island Nile. Like a good face. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing I find very amusing is the idea that like a nudity obsessed wild man might come back <laughs> at Christmas. Like of all the times well, to come back. That's the best time to go to another island. <laughs> well, that's fair. Okay, that is fair. Because like I'm just saying, I don't really associate the middle of winter and nudity. We live in New England. Yeah, it's not super warm in Seattle in the middle of winter. They have apparently they just had more snow. They're gonna have like more snow than we've had. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I like, I know it's not usually not as cold, but it's definitely still cold in Seattle in the winter. I, I saw like a complaint about Fraser, which is that it did not rain enough in that show. <laughs> it rains a fair amount for a sitcom. Okay, like... no, but this was somebody I think like at the Seattle Times or Seattle Magazine or uh... something writing about. Seattle sort of mm-hmm. and like the take of Seattle on the show uh-huh. and that it did not rain enough and I'm like it seemed to rain a lot <laughs> yeah so it must rain way more and yeah, it's yeah. like I've been to Seattle and it definitely rains a lot yeah yeah I think the thing is the when I say it rains a lot what I mean is like that most sitcoms unless it's a plot point it isn't going to rain and frequently on Frasier it just is raining yeah I think that's done pretty well yeah but I don't know because I'm not from Seattle. Okay, so Fraser's home. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go have their quiet chat in the kitchen. Uh huh. And it's upsetting. Yep. I, you know what? Normally, I wouldn't be about like Claire's like violent action against <laughs> Fraser, but whatever, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she she just like kicks him in the shin, which still is not okay. But like, yeah, it is in this situation. Well, in in the show like in- she is very surprised mm-hmm. and yeah, like this comes totally out of nowhere. She right. like there's no reason for him to break up with her. It yeah. Makes no difference. Never, like makes any sense. A, and he doesn't give a reason. Mm-mm. And also, if she knew the reason, she'd she, have more reason to be upset. Mm-hmm. Imagine like finding out like yeah, remember when I I technically I dated your your best friend for like a week? Mm-hmm, I do remember that. I want to 
do that. I want that again. Mm. So I'm going to break up with you to try to do that. She again. died. <laughs> uh, sure. No, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, this would be, this is, ups- this well, would be upsetting. Well, there's no way to hide this from Claire. Yeah, she's going to know. If mm-hmm. this happens, if he gets what he's trying to get, she's going to know. Mm-hmm. And, like, how is Lana going to react? Like, like, how does, there's no way this plays out that works for anyone mm-hmm. in this. So she runs out. Niles is by the elevator saying bye to Daphne. Mm-hmm. And he's going home to take down his hammock. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm very curious where that hammock is. You can just get those ones that have the metal. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Thing. I just mean, like, I'm literally just trying to imagine where he put that hammock it's weird how the kitchen is so small in that place Mm -hmm. or at least the view that we see of the kitchen seems very small yeah no it's definitely so huge of a place it is yeah you would have a much bigger kitchen you would think he's definitely like considering how into gourmet food and such he is he definitely would have a bigger kitchen but i love yeah i i do love a good hammock or a bad hammock i I, I guess a bad one is one that just keeps flipping you out (laughs) which is like just a regular hammock (laughs) yeah i've never quite mastered actually relaxing in a yeah i'm like they would hate that because it requires a sense of like balance and letting go that i think would be terrifying no, to i've you. tried to lay in hammocks it just never like feels comfortable to me yeah you have com. you don't know what comfortable is <laughs> this is coming from somebody that just likes sleeping on the floor <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think i can get comfortable in very uncomfortable like situations yeah. i think part of it is also just like i don't really like, if I'm sleeping, I don't sleep on my back. Well, you also have a huge fear of spiders, and, like, everything about a hammock is <laughs> like a spider web. Yeah, that part doesn't bother me. That is not an Have you never thought about how it's just a spider web for people? No. And, like, a giant spider... Yeah. Well, what you don't know is that a giant spiders are part of, like, the marketing for hammocks. <laughs> then you got... They got you all glued in there, relaxing, mm. and then they come down out of the tree and eat you. <laughs> Wrap you all up. I was not aware. Anyway, so you know. Yeah. Blown the lid off this hammock conspiracy. Uh It's true. Uh Uh-huh. It's true. Uh, Also, I I do like as the elevator's closing, he gets that call from Roz. It's like, oh, the wrong beach, huh? Yeah, thanks for the warning. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. That was really funny. I like that, too. So that's when Claire comes out Mm -hmm. sobbing. Okay, but I really like what happens. This makes it better for me. It does, yeah. Where she was talking about how she was so upset and that Mm -hmm. she really liked Fraser and that she she felt like she was becoming part of the family Mm -hmm. and that they were going to be like sisters. Mm -hmm. They'd always said brothers. like So then they end up hugging and it ends up being really sweet. Yeah. I like this, uh-huh. and it makes me even more sad that Clara's leaving. I know, I know, I know. Which also, I will say again, while I wouldn't normally be like happy with the answer, the response always being like like kicking someone or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do think it's funny when he tries to go to Daphne for support mm-hmm. for breaking up with her, and she just kicks him too. Mm-hmm. Like I do think that is pretty funny, especially because yeah, she's the one person in this group who told him to break mm-hmm. up with her and like so martin yeah martin i love how he's just like i shouldn't have got myself attached mm-hmm. and this whole thing and i'm like no martin's okay have feelings be vulnerable please thank you and yeah, like but if you put the thing is though if you put your feelings if if you if your feelings rely on 
Frasier not making the wrong choice about a woman he's dating, you're choosing to get hurt. No, no one's... Yeah, but that doesn't mean... What? So he's not supposed to like the doubled ham sandwiches and the fun exercises? No, I'm just saying, like, you, you have no, to you know... No, you never choose to, to be hurt. Okay, that's like saying up. that's like saying that you can't fall in love after two weeks of dating somebody and, like, because you're just going to get hurt. No, that's like saying falling in love with someone who's about to, like, go to prison for life. Is gonna, means getting hurt. I feel called out right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I'm saying dating, getting to really like someone that Frazier is dating means that he is going to screw it up. Anyway, th- let's go to cheese and sympathy. Oh, God. We're at Lana's house. Lots of elements of this scene that I'm just like, barf. Okay, so it's a graduation party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wrote Kirby's weird to Roz. Kirby's super weird to Roz. Weird, assaulty grossness. Hey, don't. Hey, don't. Hey, don't. Uh, any of the things that Kirby does in this scene. Everything he does in this scene, terrible. Like, I remember seeing episodes with Kirby in them and thinking, like, I don't get this character. I don't, like, I'm not really into Well, he's him, very much but... a shaggy. Yeah, but... Not in this scene. In this, he's bad in ways beyond him well, just being a Well, I kind of like him being this kind of like stupid kind of character and it's fine or like stupid mm-hmm. and clueless is yeah, fine. Yeah. But like, yeah, like like this scene, the stuff with him like around. Yeah, I, I'm not super into it. But so this is the scene where Fraser wakes up and realizes how Lana could never possibly be for him. <laughs> It should he be. Yeah. is using string, like not string cheese, squirty cheese. Uh huh. Cheese out of a can, can yeah. cheese, can cheese. Yeah, easy cheese. Delicious. Uh-huh. For I, I like for it. a cheese that comes out of a can, there's a novelty to it. Uh-huh. It's like you can decorate a cracker. It's fun. Uh huh. But no, Fraser, you would never like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He should. It should be very clear that this is a terrible, terrible idea. Also. Okay, hold on. Gotta take a step back. Frazier just broke up with Claire. Maybe, maybe. He I mean, just like a few days ago. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't go to the party, put on, like, at Claire's best friend's house. Yeah, because you think Claire might be at this party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, especially if that person is someone he wants to date, is the reason he broke up with her. There's a whole lot of reasons he probably shouldn't go to this party. Just don't go to this party, Fraser. It's a bad idea. Well, it's a bad idea for Roz as well. Uh-huh. Because you find that Kirby's, like, photoshopped, essentially. Yeah, Early what? 2000s photoshopped the the prom photos somehow, which would mean, like, scanning the physical photo that he got. Well, it sounds like he paid someone else to do it. Oh, yeah, I guess. That's, that's fair. To, like, f- make her be smiling like that's not easy to do. That's some pretty like, you know, some some pretty good, uh, you know, difficult work to try and take somebody who isn't smiling in a photo and make them look like they're smiling. You know, he's like grabbing her butt at the part. He's doing all these th- like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Just don't do any of these things. All these things are bad. Well, Lana seems very understanding mm-hmm. about their breakup. 
about yeah 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 oh about Frasier Frasier and, and Claire yes not yeah. Roz and Kirby they were never together yeah I was like that's why I was confused by the way you were saying it yeah I know it's in like a segue but everything seems like a segue when I say it <laughs> I'm just very good at that uh-huh yeah very good at segue I'm just so, so good at transitions mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. why you should buy these transitional lenses <laughs> uh-huh lens crafters it's <laughs> not it's not. No, no. It's not. Don't. We are still not sponsored by Warby Parker. Uh, despite so many podcasts being sponsored by them, we are not. We're not sponsored by anyone. There's, oh, there's like, I didn't oh, know that. Oh, yeah. They're frequent sponsors Look, of podcasts. Look, we both wear glasses. We need them. Uh-huh. We sure do. Hey, Warby Parker, hit us up. Just do that. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Why does no one on Fraser wear glasses? I guess, no, Martin does. Martin occasionally does, but not usually. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, in fact, have we seen his glasses since he got that pair of glasses? Have we seen him wear Maybe them? like once. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um. Okay, so he, she's being really understanding and nice. Oh, we're good. We're more than good. Wink, 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 wink. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let me put this cheese all over you. <laughs> I don't think that happens. Uh, but they're inc- rudely interrupted by the luggage man who's suddenly there. <laughs> right, yeah. You keep saying the luggage man, and I keep thinking you mean the guy at the airport who is like who like works no, there. The lost suitcase man. The yeah. man who lost a suitcase and just yeah. stole it could have been anyone's. <laughs> it could have been anyone's, yeah. And then yeah, he's there and now we figured out who the ex is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small world, it's eh? It's Kirby. It's not. That's creepy. It's weird. That's it's super weird. creepy. That's just, his dad. I was picking a random person in the scene, and then I was like, oh, wait. That's not That's not good. That's not. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So he decided to go back to Lana. Which, again, we don't see anything that implies Lana wants that either. It just happens. Nobody seems to be asking Lana what she wants. Anyway. Tell me what you want when you really, really want. Yeah. That would make the thing better. Anyway, so... Then we get like a next time we get a we get an end scene, but the end scene is just an the empty em- apartment. The empty apartment. Yeah. So uh, that's it. That's the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot happening here. There's a lot going so on. So much. Okay. So anything else you want to say before we go into the end stuff? Nope. Okay. So drinks in this episode. The only name drink in this episode is a latte. Uh, no collars. Still never been in the studio. Did you have a word? We kind of had a collar. It was a suitcase man. That's true. That is true. We did. He he did basically because he did get some advice from mm-hmm. Frazier, um, but not like the celebrity guest callers. Right. Right. Thing. Did you have a word? I could have said that one. That's like the small pickle. Cornichon. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. Yeah, but it's, it's it's a small pickle because he says he's 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 in he's in a pickle. Not even a pickle. More of a cornichon. Which mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's a good it's a good word. Um, okay, so let's rate the episode. Uh, 4.5 fish head soup. <laughs> okay, okay. I realize I didn't put down a thing that I'm going to uh, reference, so I don't know. Um, 4.2 uh, Kirby's ex-girlfriend. Is that you... was his ex? I think it was his ex, yeah. Because, like, he, it's, I think it's, like, yeah, because like she, he doesn't want her at the party because he doesn't want her to see Roz, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm gonna give a four point two uh her 
because she deserves better. Mm. So that's where uh, she's she's getting that apparently here by me mentioning her one more time where we didn't even mention her at all earlier. Wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Yep. Someone needs a kick in the shin. It's curving. Uh-huh. All right. So the uh, Sam Johnson and Chris Marshall episodes right now average uh, 3.43. Uh, so they're definitely going up. They had a couple of bad ones early on, but like they're definitely were rising. Were they like ones, essentially? They were pretty low. Um, okay. Yeah. And so, uh, and oh, and the IMDb rating on this one was actually relatively low for a Frasier episode because it's only 7.6. Mm. So, you know, the lowest they get is a 7.2. Yeah, I so. think this episode's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, and that brings us to the part of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to messages you send us on uh, Twitter at Fraser Podcast or by email at FraserPod at gmail.com. Uh, we got a message from Sean Holland uh, about Cranes Go Caribbean, which is, I want to say, first, you guys should always respond to my emails after a couple of drinks. Highly entertaining. Which, <laughs> thank you. Glad you guys, uh, glad you enjoyed that. So, yeah. Anyway, Diane met Fraser when she was at a mental hospital after she had a nervous breakdown when she broke up with Sam, uh, which is oh. what I thought. I almost said that, and then I was like, if that's wrong, that's more weirdly wrong than assuming Martin was in a drug bust when he got shot. Oh. So I was like, this gonna, if that's, I, don't, I didn't want to get that wrong and have it be from some mm -mm -mm. completely other thing. So... And he goes on to say, I'm with you guys. Frazier usually dates women who challenge him, so I don't get Lil saying he doesn't. And yeah, like it's just, it's, it's a, I think that's the one weird line in that, I think. And uh, finally, the Super Bowl gives the winner the Lombardi trophy. As a Rams fan, I didn't super, and I didn't enjoy this Super Bowl, but I'm sure people <laughs> in Boston did. Which weirdly, the only people I heard talking about it afterwards were basically talking about it being boring. Like, how the best part about it was that you could like get up and go get a snack and something you probably didn't miss anything. What was it like a total like blowout? No, something? it was really low scoring. Oh. So yeah, that was like I feel like people weren't people I talked I heard talking about it after didn't seem super excited about the game. They're just sort of like Well, it's well, kind of game boring when our team kept getting in the Super Bowl, honestly. Yeah, but the fact that they keep losing means that like, you know, it's it's... More suspense when you know you sweep the entire season and then just lose dramatically. Yeah. Yep. Well, we just like to keep everyone on their toes. <laughs> sure do. Sure I do. mean, I have no opinions about the Patriots at all. Mm -hmm. I feel like you got some. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't know anything about football. Yeah. I don't know, and like, I could say things about that guy tom brady like, sure I've, could say some things i just i feel like i've heard nothing good about that person been in various levels of bad essentially yeah yep anyway so and um, we also got an email from gabby who also writes about cranes go caribbean um i, wrote, I just said caribbean and the first time yeah. and caribbean the second time yeah well, I, I was wondering about that I, I don't know i don't know anyway Cranes Go Caribbean is one of my favorite later Frasier episodes. Frasier, while a rage monster, was a rage monster with some growth. Up until he believes his dream about Lana means more than it is. Mm -hmm. And yet, no, I agree. Like, his rage, he definitely, like, mm -hmm. is trying to do something about it. He isn't just angry. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, which is why Claire is so good. Claire is able to, like, <sighs> tamp down that rage. Love uh, Claire. I know. All the misunderstandings that lead to them all being in Belize is classic Frasier. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, which, yeah, again, that's what I really liked about that episode. Uh, I don't have much to add to this episode besides that I enjoyed it, but here's a photo of my dog watching Frasier. You can't see the iPad, but still. 
And now here's a picture. Oh, so cute. Cute dog. It's a very cute dog. It's a Thank very you. Cute dog. Yes. Uh, I purposefully did not show Diana this picture until we were recording so you could get that sound. <laughs> I wanted you to hear that sound. I knew it was going to happen. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what that was for. So. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. Your dog is very cute. Okay, anything else you wanted to say about the episode before we sign off? No, I'm just excited. I'm really excited about this season. <laughs> yeah? Like, this is a really strong start of the season. Also, mm-hmm. only 72 episodes left. Mm-hmm. I, well, I guess 71. So yeah, because mm-hmm. this is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to mention again that Dave and I are probably going to make some Seattle trip in 2020 to sort of be like, yay, we've made it through the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll know more, obviously, in a year mm-hmm. about when about that's going to happen. Yep. But if people are interested in like meeting up, having a Fraser Day, mm-hmm. Fraser's theme day, or I don't know, whatever, I think that could be really fun. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Nice. Just wanted to, I just want to mention that again because this, this is, it seems like a really, like a long, a lot of episodes. Yeah. But we've been doing this for like 700 years already <laughs> at this point. So, like, being like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. ish left yeah of episodes it's exciting yeah and weird to feel like wow we're getting really close to the end mm-hmm. so yeah yeah it's a, it's really really exciting and a lot of people i've heard talk about the later seasons of fraser not being that great and i i disagree with that i think there's some middle seasons where like it feels like nothing happens mm-hmm. And maybe it's because they have very exciting beginnings and like kind of exciting ends and all the middle episodes are just kind of whatever. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for all the episodes to come. There's some really good ones in I'm excited the later because, years. I'm excited because this we're reaching the point where I know very little. Like mm. there's more. I feel like there's more like in earlier seasons that like I've just randomly caught that. The further we get into the show, the less there is that I know anything about. Yeah. So. My mom was just talking to me about an episode of Frasier that made her laugh out loud, and it's not till season 11. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll hopefully remember that next year when we talk about it. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, next year when we talk about it. And, yeah, I went to rewatch it so I could talk about it with her, like, and she was saying the parts that she thought were really funny. And... Yeah, it's really good. It's a good, very good episode. So, I, you know, it's like it makes me excited. It's not, I, I don't know. Like, it's. I'm just excited. I love <laughs> Fraser so, so much. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. It is cool. Fraser is, is cool. cool. Fraser's, I don't know if Fraser's cool. Island Niles is cool. Right? Island Niles is cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so. With that, this has been episode 901, Don Juan in Hell, part one. And this is TJF Arcade. Bleh, my, my mouse just didn't do the thing. I like TJF Arcade. <laughs> and this is TJF Arcade, wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle!
love you.